calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious podcast the podcast that hops into the delorean travels back to the past and gives you all those nostalgic feels my name is max and with me as always is chris hey guys and if this is your first time listening to the podcast welcome to the show and if you've been with us in the delorean before welcome back on today's episode we have yet again some nostalgic news including stormtroopers aladdin and uh some other stuff, <laughs> and we get to hear about uh, Chris how he ended up losing a free five hundred dollar. Yeah, you, you could have had an awesome experience, <laughs> but you lost because you suck at rock paper scissors. Yes, and I uh, finally, we'll talk about the nineteen ninety nine classic Galaxy Quest. But before that, Chris, I got one question for you. What's up? What's up with you? Nothing. Just went to Vegas this past week with my friends. Um, my friend, <clears throat> my friend runs like a pretty big Instagram for uh, music. Do you wanna? Uh, give us a shameless plug. Give us what? Give them a shameless uh, plug. Oh, uh, drop the beats with a Z. That's my f- best friend, Matt. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's up, man? Um, so, uh, helicopter company saw that he was in Vegas and reached out to him and asked if he wanted to take a free helicopter ride with Grand Canyon Tours. And um, so it was like a 20-minute helicopter flight through Las Vegas. And he had a plus one, and there was four of us. One of my friends didn't want to go. Why? Scared of heights? Yeah. Okay. And my other friend, I thought, didn't want to go either because he was scared of heights. So I was like, Kevin, I'm going to go. He goes, I don't want to go, though. I'm like, you're scared of heights. And he goes, so it's a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Mind you, these uh, per person, it's $500 to go on this helicopter per person. So uh, he's like, let's do rock, paper, scissors. And I was like, okay. And he goes, best out of one or best out of three? And I'm like, I'm going to do say best out of three just in case I lose the first one. Right, right. So first round, I throw scissors. He throws paper. I win. Next nice. round, I throw uh, I throw rock and he throws paper and I lose. So I go to the third round. I throw scissors. He throws rocks. I lose and I hate life. So you, bl- you blew a one of I blew, well, I blew a once in a lifetime free helicopter ride. There you go. So, of course, all over their social <laughs> so media. So, were you on top of the heli- like the helipad and no. watching them go away? No. And you're just sitting there. It's like, darkness, my old friend. And he's got like tears coming I was pissed. <laughs> and I was, I told him, I was like, hey, dude, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you let me go. He goes, no. Oh, I just you're like on top of the building, you're waving to them, and they're waving down. Hell no, I wouldn't have gone you're to like <laughs> slowly waving your head back and forth. I was so sad. <laughs> I should have done best out of one because I won the first one. Yeah, well, so 
the odds were not in your favor. They were not. I, I was a terrible British accent. I, I was doing terrible. That's. I was just losing every. Well, but, I won three hundred dollars oh, in crap. So. There you go. There you, there you go. go. So, yeah. that was my awful but fun weekend. There you go. But besides, how that, was how was the concert? It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty tired. I'm still uh, recovering because I was up all night for like three nights straight. Dang. So my sleeping party, levels, party. Yeah, and then uh, it was super dry and windy out there, so my sinuses are all screwed up too. Mm. So well, Vegas sucks. So. Huh? Vegas sucks in general. I love Vegas. I love Vegas. Vegas is the worst. Uh, it's funny because you're usually the guy who goes a bunch of shows. I actually went to a show as well on oh, yeah? Monday. Oh, what'd you go to? Yeah, I went to uh, the Warren Treaty. So it's this band. It's this uh, couple. It's like their soul, a little bit of gospel, like blues, kind of grassroots. Like, yeah. you know, uh, it's cool. And uh, they're super awesome. They're like slowly getting big. This is their second kind of like big show in L.A. Uh, the first show was like in the fall and Jasmine and I went to this. Uh, shout out to my sister, Cece, who bought me tickets for my birthday. Oh, this wow. was her present. So that was, I think she heard us. She just said, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went to the Troubadour. Have you ever been to the Troubadour? I don't think I have. It's like a, it's like a famous, famous, famous venue in LA. Well, yeah, I've heard of it. And I it's in WeHo in West Hollywood. And it's like on the border of Beverly Hills. I thought it was like by, I don't you know, I've in the there. heart of Hollywood, like where, um, like the Mayan is and like all the other great venues, like the Palladium and stuff. I didn't know that it was, it's like literally it's on the border of Beverly Hills. So it was far. I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah. And, um, it was fun. Yeah. Like how many, they still have place? my ID. I forgot to close out. <laughs> <laughs> they have my ID. Classic my t- rookie move. <laughs> And I can't, they have my ID and they have my debit card and I, and I can't like call them because they have no number posted. And I'm like trying to, I, I don't, guess it's time to get a new ID. And well, I don't want to, it's like an hour. It's only like 15 oh. miles away, but I would have to go and then I don't want to go all the way and they're like, oh, we mailed it. Like that would suck. Man, rookie move, rookie move. I don't got time for that. I know it's dumb. I've forgotten my ID and credit card before and gotten it. Yeah. Did they, did they mail it to you? No, I no, no. No, you had to go get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's you're sure you left it there. Positive. Positive. Rookie move. Rookie move. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Um, the Warren Tree. Check them out. Super, super good. It like, it's like going. He's like touching his chest right now. I'm like massaging it. It's just. Whew, I'll, I'll like All I'll post feels. some I'll post some some videos on our eighty eight. All right, so that's what's up with us, um, Chris. I got some news. What's up? This nostalgic news. Okay. So here's the news. Here's the news. Another action-filled adventure. All right. So first. I saw this article today, and it was actually in my local like news feed. Oh, uh, it says now hiring Disneyland needs a few good stormtroopers to work in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Do you think you have what it takes to be a Star Wars stormtrooper? The qualifications may surprise you. All right. What What are the qualifications? You, you want to see the qualifications? Yeah. Okay. First, 
you need to okay here it is you must be five foot ten inches to six feet tall with a slender to athletic build check for me that rules me out you're taller than six feet i'll just lie okay um and you need to be imaginative and be like you have to be good at improv but they don't really talk i don't get that okay check that's that's you okay um you need to demonstrate high level of energy check <laughs> because the role in quotations requires physical exertion check 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 okay according to the audition posting so um oh here's the other thing uh the hours aren't great but you're in the army now of the first order what do you expect disneyland needs you to be ready for battle on friday nights weekends holidays all summer long and during peak operation seasons i'm out operating seasons you're out yeah i'm out you're out i'm busy yeah you and recruits must be at least 18 years old or just graduated high school i I just graduated high school so okay so would you be a stormtrooper um maybe that's a lot of requirements to be in a freaking mask all day let's see what day what day am i going um me and my friends are going to, on June 9th, we're going to Galaxy Edge to the invite only. Are you? Yeah. You are a lucky dog. Yeah, but it's going to be crowded. So it is. we have from like 8 to midnight on a Sunday night. Right. So um, we're excited. Only, I think there's three rides in there? Is it three I or don't four? know, man. Two of three or three or four rides are going to be open. And uh, we're going to go check it out. So. You know what? I'm going to interrupt myself. I forgot one thing I didn't bring up yet. Um, I posted. <laughs> I, I have it open on my phone. That's why. I posted uh, earlier this week. You just happen to have it open? Is, it's a yeah, screenshot. Is Endgame overrated? It is. And I, and I left it up to our fans, our listeners, who follow us on Instagram, and they voted. So, you voted that it was overrated. Mm-hmm. Underwhelming too. Eighteen percent of our viewers that voted. Oh well, but at least I'm not the only one. You know, and I think there was like I don't know, like thirty people who did that. My friend Matt voted four times. Eighty-two so. percent said that's no. cheating. It's not cheating. You you voted twice. I voted twice because he four. voted four times. There was four. I see it. Okay, the people were you twice. Uh, Sanch, who is the creator of Eighty Eight Miles Per Hour podcast, I can't believe he said yes. Yep. And Callie Grow nine four nine, who likes all of our stuff. He yep. like. Yep. Thank he, you. He, Thank he's, you. He's been following Max us for a long time. Max made it seem like. I'm sorry. I'm talking now. Oh. Max, oh. Max, Max so made now it you're getting like, personal. Max so you made know, it you're seem... not allowed to talk about. <laughs> you're not ta- allowed to talk about Endgame. I'm not. Well, no. Max made it seem like I'm the only one who thinks it's overrated in the world, but. Nope. The the fans have spoken. Eighteen percent of us. Four people, including you, being twice. So three people have spoken. How many people said? I bet you Sanchez is freaking uh, trolling. Nah. It was more. It was like it was like I think like thirty or something. Oh. Anyways, whatever. All right. the The next thing that we're gonna talk about for nostalgic news, um, I'm gonna wait to share that later. What is that? It's the Invisible Man 2020 reboot. Has oh. officially been announced from okay. Universal, but we'll talk about that in our next episode. Tonight, you and I, right after this podcast, we're taking off our headphones, and we're going to get our butts in the seats, and we're going to watch an amazing we're movie. Gonna, we're going to hold hands, and we're going to sing, A whole new world. Yeah, we're going to see Aladdin, the yeah. remake. 
It's gonna it got fun. mixed reviews, I'm hearing, so yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. And we're actually watching this episode. Or we're watching this movie so that we c- it could be an upcoming episode. Yeah. We're going to take the old one, and we're going to take the remake, and we're going to talk about Aladdin. You know that's how you say it? About Aladdin? Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Aladdin. It's Aladdin. Oh, Aladdin. Aladdin. But they kind of Americanize it? Yeah, because we're America, and we screw everything up. Oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, that is the news. News, the news. Another action-filled adventure. So we are rolling along, and we are going to talk in length about a classic movie. This is such an underrated movie. And actually, this was kind of like, I gave you three or four movies, and I See, said... this hey. is an underrated movie. Endgame is an Oh my gosh, why movie. you keep bringing that up? So, you, want, you really want me to hit you in the face. No. Like, you really... Okay, you, you not only did you cut me off, but you brought something <laughs> back that you just... You need a... You need to Am I grounded? Yes, you're grounded. I'm grounded? Okay, okay. I'm going to take the mic away from you. Okay, there's one okay. mic, so you're just going to pull it closer to you. <laughs> I will do that. I will just take the mic away from your side of the table. I'm punished. Um, so, this is a super underrated movie. I gave you four movies to kind of pick from. Me? And, yeah. Yeah. And, and then you chose this one. Yeah. It's... From 1999, and we've been doing a lot of 1999 yeah. movies. Ten things I Maybe it's because of your, you, your birthday party. Mommy. Yeah, maybe that. But this, it, there's like no coincidence. It's 20 years, so hey. Yeah. But uh, what's the movie we're going to review? Uh, It's Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Did we say Quest. that in the beginning? Yeah. Like, <laughs> surprise, surprise, guys. Surprise, surprise. Galaxy Quest. <laughs> I didn't remember if I did or not. Yeah, I thought you okay. did. All right. Well, it is. It's, it's Galaxy Quest. So, um... Chances are you've seen this, but there's also chances that you might not seen this. I yeah. think I've, I was reading a lot of articles and watching some movies of a lot of people that were reviewing this movie. They've never seen it before. Like, it kind of missed them. Um, I remember reading about it a long time ago. I mean, not a long time ago, a couple of years ago. Yeah. About being an underrated film. It's super underrated. And how they want, a, like, a sequel. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. So, uh, first and foremost, it was released on Christmas Day. 1999 December 25th it had a estimated budget of 45 million dollars the opening weekend and this is something we could talk about it didn't do that great in is it because it's Christmas you think and yeah it's not very a Christmas movie and yeah you know it's kind of geeky and this was before sci-fi was sci-fi comedy like it was still really there was a stigma um, so the, it only opened with seven million the first weekend. It grossed in the United States seventy one, so at least it made its money in a little bit more. And then worldwide gross ninety million. So it is directed by Dean Parasot, and I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. I always, yeah, cut, you know, I don't really know. Um, he's also directed Red Two, and man, this is Tim Allen, nineteen ninety nine. And what's funny is, like, besides you know, Home Improvement, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't think Tim Allen made any good movies. My 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 wife loves the Santa Claus. I love Tim Allen. I love the Santa really? Claus. That movie's not good. Uh-huh. And then like, that, uh, what's that jungle one where the kid? Jungle to Jungle, Mimi Siku, <laughs> baby. Me and my friends were just talking about it in uh, 
in uh, Vegas. Oh my gosh, you got so excited. Mimi Siku, because we just literally talked about it like three days ago. <laughs> jungle and like, Jungle sucks. My friend Matt was sleeping like, oh, you're going Mimi Siku? And we're like, where's that from? I'm like, it's Jungle to Jungle. They say Mimi Siku? Mimi Siku means... Dude, that's Mexican, dude. They say Mimi's. No, I know. But no, the, Mexicans no, say Mimi's. The little kid's Mimi's name, Siku. I know. I added a little twist to it. Mimi Siku was a kid's name in it, Tim Allen's son. Oh, this and is it what meant, you said. And it meant cat piss. <laughs> I was telling this story in the Uber, and our or like our twenty year old Uber driver just starts cracking up. <laughs> She's like, "I remember." <laughs> I'm like, "How do you remember? You're like twenty. Uh, Tim Allen was also, of course, Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story in the '90s. That's right. Um, so yeah, but I, in my personal opinion, huh? This this is the best one. This is his best role, even better than uh, Buzz Lightyear. But um, what this this movie? Yeah, Galaxy Quest. He plays Jason Naismith. Yes. And uh, the captain. Okay, then we got Sigourney Weaver. Of course, she needs no introduction. She doesn't. Alien. We talked all about Sigourney. Yeah, we did. She's uh, super BA. But what's interesting, she plays Gwen DeMarco. But what's interesting about um, this role is she plays the dumb blonde. And it's totally She does play a dumb blonde who's showing off. A little bit a of, of cleavage. Yeah. And, uh, so Sigourney, she's awesome in this. Way different than probably any other she was funny. character you've yeah. seen her in. Uh, R.I.P. Alan Rickman. I still can't believe he's not with us. Uh, he, of course, played Professor Snape. He was Hans Gruber yep. in Die Hard, uh, which is not a Christmas movie. And I didn't uh, realize it was him. I yes, was like, dude. I know this guy. Uh, yeah, I know. I didn't realize. Um, it's because that little rubber thing he was around his head yeah. the whole time. Oh, right. It's, I didn't look it up. You I got was, thrown off. Yeah, I got thrown hair. off. He had his long black hair. <laughs> and uh, he also played the sheriff of Nottingham in Robin Hood with... Um, that's a Costner one. And who did, uh, uh, DreamWorks did this movie, right? Yeah, this is DreamWorks, 1999. So then we have Tony Shaloub, who uh, plays Monk. He's mostly known for that. Yeah, he's but he's known also for that. in um, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She, he plays the dad. I don't know if you've seen that. That, mo- that show is so good. It's one of my What's favorite. What's it called? The marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Come on, you've heard of it. Nah. Oh my gosh, you uncultured swine. Uh, it's so good. I it's heard so good. It's what about, channel is on? It, it's on Amazon. Oh, it's like it's, a, a, it's like right now. It's like their yeah. It's like their best thing that they have. To offer right now, okay. as far as a video, I'll have to check it out. Um, really witty, really great, hilarious. But that's Tony Shalhoub. Uh, of course, Sam Rockwell, and this was before Sam Rockwell was uh, really known, and he's like Academy Award now. Like he's been nominated for multiple awards. I think he's even won one. Uh, the last thing he was kind of in that was big is he played George W. Bush in the movie Vice. Then we have Daryl Mitchell. Um, I'm mostly known as the teacher that's in 10 Things I Hate About You. I know he's in more oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. He's, he's the teacher that like gives uh, Julia he's Stiles funny. The, uh, the assignment um, and talks about, you know, white girls and white girl problems. Um, and then we have Enrico Coladoni. <laughs> Coladoni. You totally destroyed Coladoni. that name. Coladoni. Colatoni? No, Colatoni. I don't know. Enrico Colatoni. I just want. I Enrico... just wanted to throw that. Say it. Say it. Enrico Colatoni. Hey, what was? Uh, he, he was Mathazar. Yeah. Who? What's? What's the name of Emotep's girl? Oh man, I don't. 
Anaka. Anaka masama mo. <laughs> I just don't think my lips work that way. Mathisar. Uh, Mathisar is uh, the leader of the aliens. He's our, he's our captain. <laughs> and then lastly, we have uh, Missy Pyle, who is in Dodgeball. Mm-hmm. And she was also Mrs. Beauregard in Wonka. We also have the first appearance in any uh, movie from Justin Long. And from Dodgeball? From Dodgeball. Mm-hmm. And Rain Wilson. Dwight Schrute from The Office. This is his, his yes, first Yes, he was. Movie. He wasn't in that much. Not that much. Yeah. All right. So, Chris, for those who have never seen Galaxy Quest. Give you a short synopsis. Try to make it short. Okay. I'm not very good at these, so I'm okay. going to try. So, basically, it's about a has-been cast from a Star Trek-type movie um, called Galaxy Quest. And... Um, Basically, they're still trying to stay relevant by going to these 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 fan conventions that just focus on the characters. And Tim Allen is kind of a douche because he uh, doesn't care about all his other cast members. So, you know, he's like, blows them off all the time. So he's showing up late. And when they're at one of the uh, the conventions, they have a group of people come up to him and say, we need your help. We've seen like your your uh, documentary films about... And they talk uh, like this. They talk like this. <laughs> And then uh, Tim Allen basically gets put into a spaceship, thinks it's just like a hoax or another thing he's getting paid to do, and uh, soon realizes that it's actually real aliens that need help being saved by the evil... What's his name? Uh, Math... Math... Uh, no, no, Ceres. Yes, Ceres. So... Math is a gigantic Yes, so... And these aliens believe that... They get the... Historical documents. Yeah, they get these documents. That's, the TV the, shows. The TV and they show. get some historical documents. Yeah, they get the yeah. documentary. Yeah. All right. That's not bad. That's, That's not probably bad. the best you've ever done. Yeah. All right. So, first and foremost, I'm going to go on the record and say I am nowhere near a Star Trek fan. Me I don't either. Know, you don't know much? Okay. So, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe we'll do... Another time where we revisit this with a Trekkie because I I grew up yeah. more Star Wars. I know Me people too. do both. Um, like the Next Generation was on as a kid. I would watch episodes, but I felt like I was missing the whole, full story. But I realized it was just episodic, I, and it they I, I don't know. I just I had I never Star Trek toys, it. but I never watched it. My parents bought me Star Trek toys. Yeah, I don't know. I just like to me. I just it never. I, I I always watched Star Wars and never Star right. Trek. We were a little young, I think, if we were maybe. My neighbors watched it, but I was like. Yeah, like, I had friends yeah. who watched it. I had you know my friends. They had uh, my friend David, who I keep on bringing up on this podcast. Oh wow, hi David. Have him on. Um, his brother, especially, and his brother was like two or three years older than us. Uh, had all the Star Trek toys okay. and stuff. So that was like my limited understanding of star trek i know my friend david like watched it a lot and had the toys and micro machines have you, and have stuff, you ever seen that so i don't think i've ever seen a single oh, episode I've, yeah, I've seen i know enough like i've seen the old stuff and i've seen you know all the new movies with chris pine and stuff like that oh yeah i but, saw the new movies but i never yeah. saw like an episode no, but, but anyway so if you're if you're a trekkie <clears throat> don't judge us on yeah. our like knowledge of Star Trek because we don't. We won't tr- even try. No, we won't. We're not going to pretend. So, anyways, with that, really, this movie is a parody and an homage at the same time so, of Star Trek. Yeah, and I think that's like, it's funny because Trekkies consider this like one of the best Star Trek movies, just through the way that it was 
uh, portrayed kind what, of what this the, movie? Yeah, Galaxy Quest because of the way it portrayed kind of okay. Star Trek. So in this this movie really was inspired by a skit from 1986. It was an SNL skit uh, starring William Shatner, and there's a bunch of Trekkie fans, and it looks like a Star Trek convention, and they're mm-hmm. all like cheering William Shatner, and he comes on stage, and he just goes, get a life, right? And you see a lot of that, especially in the beginning of the movie. You, you just have a sense that this, um, this crew of s- space Voyager Star Trek people, they're just... They're like on the ropes. This is their claim to fame, yeah. and that window's closing. So, um, <laughs> so what I love about this movie, man, is just how well it still works. And like for me, I think I've only seen this. This was like my second or third time watching. This, this is movie. my second time, also. Okay, so yeah. like it was in the first time I watched it, it was probably like two thousand one, two thousand two. So I like think this, I own is this like, movie too. Like I just. Me, it was like watching the movie for the first time again. Yeah, me too. I don't remember much. I recall but... bits and pieces. Yeah, but, totally. Uh, I don't know why uh, that his one quote, uh, never give up and never surrender stuck so much. Well, that was the quote. Like, yeah, that was like the quote. Thing. I remember that. Like, Yeah. I was like, I, I couldn't even quote it when he was going to say it. But Yeah. No, I remember like certain lines. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. Like yeah. Sam Rockwell goes, oh that that ain't uh, right. right. Yeah, I remember that. That just like stuck in my, in my mind. Yeah. So, um, but what are, like, what are your first just thoughts about Galaxy Quest? What do you like about this movie? Do you remember watching it as a kid? I don't remember watching it. I think I have it on DVD. I think I only watched it once. I got it for Christmas, and I do like the movie. Um, I think it's funny. I think. I would appreciate it more if I was a Star Trek fan, to be honest. Yeah. But I really enjoy... But you don't have to be. No, you don't have to. But yeah, you're probably right. You probably appreciate it more. I just... Yeah. Well, you say they say it's the best Star Trek movie? Yeah. What do you mean? Not one of them. They're like saying like... It's kind of a joke because especially towards the end... Kind of like Spaceballs is a pretty good Star Wars movie? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. This is like their Spaceballs. Exactly. Get it. Okay. So, which I I love Spaceballs, by the way. But, uh... I thought it was funny. I thought the jokes were good. Uh, the CGI, I know I talk about CGI all the time, but I'm a nerd like that. Uh, CGI was good. Dude, it's still it was 1999 good. had it's something still... about that CGI. Yep. And uh, the acting was great. The cast was great. And uh, I just had a great time watching this. Great times. Good times. Yeah. No, and I, and I mean, we can go so many different directions with this, but I'll, I'll talk about the CG. There's certain scenes in this movie that still hold up with CG. Like which one? Uh, for instance, there is this one scene where the whole crew, now they understand that this is real life, they're oh, in yeah. space, and their ship gets blown up and they have to go get some more fuel, basically. That, that, yeah, ball. Yeah, and then they go and they see these little creatures and they look like babies, <laughs> but like, they have razor sharp teeth and they're like really, But they're cute little things yeah, until... Yeah, but they're like, you know, they're savage. So, uh, I think they still pretty... Like they hold they look up. pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't look terrible. It looks better than some of the stuff that's out right now. It looks really good. It doesn't look like oh, that's obviously fake. You know, yeah. I mean, it looks fake. It but looks it's fake, like, but it's good for its time. Yeah, and uh, there's certain things. The practical effects were awesome. Like anytime but the that bad guy guys, was a practical. oh yeah, they're all practical. It looks awesome. Yeah, like, that's where like really this is where we start losing that practical effects, Going to that CG. makeup. Um, Alan Rickman has this like cool kind of, it's nothing elaborate, but 
if you notice, he never takes off his thing, even when he's Until at home. Until towards the end where it's, like, sliding off. Yeah, there. but even at home, he's at home when he's on, on the, the phone, phone. He still has his makeup yeah. on. So, um, it's great. I mean, the, the practical effects and that, um, that, like, pig thing. What would they call it? The um, Which thing? There's that ugly pig thing where... Um, oh, when they're waiting for the rock command? Yeah, it was like the... What is it called? I'm looking through... The Gorignac. The Gorignac? <laughs> I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Gorignac. You're terrible pronouncing names there. What's Emotep's girls? Samakamon. <laughs> <laughs> I just go back to that. The Gorignac. The Gorignac. Grignac. I have no idea. No, it's the Gorignac. I'll take whatever you say. Th- but anyways, that thing was awesome looking. Like, in the way that it The got- little pig? Yeah, and it got evap- evaporated, and it was all like oh yeah, and it was inside out. And yeah. stuff. Um, but want to go kind of close closer to the um, beginning of the movie. So like, there's this thing that that I've heard, and I don't know where I've heard it, but I even went on Reddit and stuff. <laughs> like, oh, you? Well, there's there's this thing about Tim <coughs> Allen being a total a hole. I hope not. He's a Santa Claus. No, I've heard he's a jerk in in real life. Like there was like go on Reddit. And, like, put, is Tim Allen a dick? A dick. <laughs> there's a lot of stories on there of people talking about when Tim Allen was super rude. People people need to realize and, these are just normal people. Well, like, well, I think he's playing a good, like, well, what I want to get to is, like, I think he's not really acting that much when he's got, like, when he's being rude to the fans and stuff in the in the movie. So, like. They just told him to be himself. Yeah. So, apparently, and I can't verify this, but what wow, I read I'm spreading rumors was now, huh? uh, Tim Allen was a big Alien fan, and when Sigourney Weaver, him him and uh, her met, he had her sign some stuff. Yeah, and she like made a joke on it, like she like dissed him. I forgot ex- exactly what what she wrote, but he got pissed because she didn't put her signature on it. She like put her she put Sigourney Weaver, but she said like Tim is blah 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 blah. And, like, he got so mad because it was, like, his personal, like, alien collection. And, oh. Like, yeah. I mean, I could see, me, on, I could see like, maybe getting mad. How are you going to get mad at Sigourney Weaver? She's pretty funny. Like, like not only is are you a fan but at that point, but also you're, like, co-workers, right? Like, yeah. oh, that's funny. Like, if I had co-workers that worked in movies and they made a joke on... My co-workers make know, fun of me all the time. Exactly. I wouldn't get mad, dude. But anyways, so um, going to Alan Rickman, that's Snape. Yes, I know yes, who it is. Yes, okay, Alan Rickman. But when he I was sitting there, I kept movie. saying, God, I know, I know this guy, I know this guy. <laughs> I just never went on my phone to look. Every Harry Potter fan just went, Yes, I know. Ugh! No, I know. But you know when, like, even if... Yeah, if, you know, like, if you know an actor for just one particular role, yeah. I get it. I know I I love the Harry he's Potter movies, Hans, but I was like, damn that thing on his head, and then yeah. I never looked it up. So what's funny is he's like perfect for this role, and actually his um, character Alexander. Um, it was funny. <laughs> it, it's it's similar because um, Alan Rickman has background in Shakespearean theater. Um, I mean, he's he's British. Yeah, that's. That's the way. I'm not being stereotypical, but that they just do it different than in Hollywood. But uh, what's funny is he doesn't like sci-fi. He usually won't do sci-fi. He won't do like a Harry sci-fi. Potter type thing either. Harry Potter's not sci-fi. I know it's not. I'm saying you said fantasy. he doesn't. I know it's not. What are you I saying? know the difference. Okay. You said he likes Shakespeare. 
Um, I don't know if you saw the Harry Potter movies, but that's definitely not Shakespeare. <laughs> so. I think we're just going to get a fight every single episode. <laughs> no, so he doesn't like sci-fi, but he okay. read the script and he loved this. He loved the script. Because is this his only funny. sci-fi movie? Um, I can't verify that, but it's his most popular okay. one. Um, but what I think is, is funny is, okay, I think one of the reasons why this movie wasn't as popular is because I think that geek culture was still pretty, like, shunted and ostracized. Well, it's either, like, Star Wars or Star Trek, and people didn't watch, I don't know, sci-fi wasn't really popular. Well, like, it's 1999, like, people didn't really go to cons that often, like, yeah. Like, the San Diego Comic-Con wasn't, like, a pop that culture big. phenomenon. I mean, it was popular, but it wasn't, like, yeah. what it is now. Like, people just go oh, yeah. to Comic-Cons. Like, I've been to a couple. People just go to Comic-Con and say they went to Comic-Con now. I know. It's it's fun, though. And But at, at 1999, it seemed like it was diehard. It was really geeky. It was, like, ooh, you know? Like, like those guys that came into the bathroom and were, like, making oh, fun yeah, of... Oh, yeah, making... F- yeah. yeah. Apparently, that actually happened in real life to William Shatner. He was in the bathroom of a convention, and he heard these guys. They're like, like talking crap yeah. about him. Yeah, apparently, according to William Shatner. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think. So, if you think this if this came was, out now, that would be more popular. I think so. I think so, and I think I think we need something like that. I think we need something where it's like parodying superheroes. Yeah. Deadpool was kind of that, but still, Deadpool is a very much superhero. Like, we need something that totally makes. One of the superheroes, which we don't really never even had anything like that in a long time. No, nothing good. No, I'm waiting. It's gonna happen, but yeah, like scary movie making fun of scary movies. Well, actually, I was way back then. Well, those, yeah, well, those were terrible. They became terrible, but like scary movie one and two is funny. Yeah, Yeah. but um, yeah, there's not very many parody movies now. But I, but I, no, no, it's not a genre that no fits on the big screen. I think it's more memes and. Uh, parodies work at skits like Vines and but like a whole 90 minute movie I just don't think it works anymore alright so Chris let's talk about the Thermians so the Thermians is a race of aliens that come down to earth thinking that our heroes are actually, actually real yes and they go they're hilarious they go you are our last hope Ah, like they talk their so laughs weird. are I love it right like, yeah, they talk I freaking ah. crack yeah. or ah. the way they talk or, yeah. uh, uh. Um, but their real appearance they're like these squid things and they're like yeah so they're sh- not shapeshifters but like they have holograms over them that yeah well up. like they're they kind of look like octopus like crazy octopus yeah they're like these like <clears throat> slippery squid yeah. things that are huge but they have these um these devices that cloak their like appearances. So it's cool. And what's what's great about it is they see these TV shows and imagine, you know, a alien Not race just, sees yeah. Star Trek and they think it's real. And then they, you know, get William Shatner and George Takai and stuff. And then they put them in situations where like, hey, we're actually getting attacked and there's genocide. Can you save us? They base their whole, their whole like society and culture is based on this show right their teachings or followings they even built a spaceship that re- resembles the ship from the identical. tv show identical and made all the tools and all the gadgets work specifically for each character so. yeah and what's funny is uh daryl mitchell's character uh tommy weber he's 
He's a kid in the show, yeah. but he's an adult now. My favorite scene in this movie is where he starts to st- steer the ship, and it's just like, I know, I was oh laughing. my god, I was laughing. So out basically, loud. It was so funny. This is his first time actually driving the ship, and they he figures out how to make it go, and they start going forward, and all of a sudden they start veering to the left, and they just <laughs> scrape the side. Yeah, man, so slow, and they do it so well. Yeah, and and what I love about this this movie is just characters and it's not rushed um every single character gets their own little story arc has a completion so for for instance sam rockwell's character uh guy he wasn't even in um yeah the the show he was just kind of like the red shirt guys in star trek he's always like expected to die and it was something like episode 81 he was in this one episode and he died so yeah, so he's expected to die the whole time and that's what's hilarious is every single situation he's like i'm gonna die i'm gonna die i'm gonna die but then later in the movie he has this heroic moment and he takes Where he doesn't it. care if he's gonna die right and uh we'll take um we'll talk about tommy tommy was like at first like well whatever i'm just here for the money like he didn't really care about being part of the crew and he becomes the navigator and he becomes the yep. uh the pilot and he like knocks it out of the park my favorite character is fred who's played by what's his name tony shaloub shaloub because he's just so funny he's, he's my like, favorite too yeah he's, he's just like so great after they get after uh they were under attack and they went through a minefield. He's like, hey. And he's just acting all casual. Like, all the other people are trying to, you know, take on the roles in the show. He goes, hey. Uh, he's on the video market. He goes, hey, guys. They told me, like, kind of explode and stuff. And we, like, probably need to go find some more fuel and put it in this mode. But let me know. And they're like, okay. And he goes, all right, guys. He goes, group hug. He's hilarious. He's, like, <laughs> he's, so yeah, I nonchalant. Love... He's Everyone else is scared. He just doesn't he care. He's so funny. Tony should look like he's one of my favorite characters in he's uh, hilarious marvel mrs Maisel too but like the way that he could just um just do comedy he, and like what i love about him is he falls in love with the what with the, the alien yeah with the therian i think that's what they're called the thermians yes um and he <laughs> it's kind of a weird scene where like he's making out with her and then there's like, then, like tentacles come and, up and, like he gets turned on by it it's like ew it's weird it's weird. He got turned on. Yeah. Yeah. He, he saw the squids on, on his yeah. back. And he he's saw like, it, and then ew. he basically is even like, "Ooh, even yeah, more. it's gross." Um, Maybe that's his thing. Maybe he's in the squids. And then, oh, oh man. So, Alan Rickman's story arc. I'm, I'm still going with the story arc. So, um, his whole thing is he hates his job. He has yeah. this one. Um, What's his line? Like hammer of. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't. I like this movie, but I'm not like a big fan of it. I wish I was. I want to be more. I can't but, quote this movie so per se. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to say it the whole time, and everyone's like, "Say the catchphrase." Kate says the catchphrase, and then it, he develops this relationship with, um, like the one of one the, the Thermians, and he's like, "You've always been a father figure to me," <laughs> and he dies right, and then in this like such a touching moment, he like says his lines, but with so much. It says it to him as he's dying. Yeah, but like only the way Alan Rickman can do it, and I'm just like, bravo! Like that's fantastic acting. I can't believe I couldn't couldn't figure out it was him the whole time. <laughs> so bad. I've seen the Harry Potter movies millions of times. Um, 
And another part, okay, <clears throat> I want to ask you. I'll give a little context. So, um, this whole time, the the Thermians don't know that the crew are actors. Yeah. And then, they don't even know what actors are. No. And then they, they their race has no um, sense of lying, um, deceiving, deception. Like, mm-hmm. I love it. That's cool. Like, how beautiful. Like, that's, that's what I was thinking. Like, they're almost like children. And That's what Sarah that guy said, said yeah. yeah. Um, because there's this part where he captures, Saris, the bad guy, captures um, Tim, Tim Allen's Allen. character. And then he has Mathisar, who's the leader of the uh, Thermians, and he's dying. And um, Saris figures out, oh, these guys are phonies. Yeah. And he makes T- Tim Allen's character sure to, uh, to... Try to uh, explain to him like you're what kid, actors like, are. Yeah. And why they like a child? Like, yeah. Oh my gosh! Did that scene? What? It's heartbreaking. Yeah, I know. He goes. Uh, we we're just p- pretending. Yeah, he's like. He's like, but why? But why? It was sad. And, like the way, because the way that like uh, Sarah says, like a child. You then switch your brain and say, okay, this is. He looks like an adult. He's an alien. It's like telling a, a kid Santa Claus doesn't exist. Exactly, and yeah. then. The way Tim Allen, like Tim Allen, I'm not gonna he say good. he's like the, like his acting chops or whatever. Like, it's not. I watched Home Improvement. I liked it, but like yeah. to me, like Tim Allen, he, he's, he's Tim a comedian. Allen. You know, like he's okay. Yeah, he's not my favorite, but the way he delivers these lines, and it was just so like to the Heartfelt. point and just. But at the point, like you could tell he cared for Mathis or Mathisar. I was like, dude. It was touching. Did man. you cry a little bit? Um, a little, a little inside of my, and I don't know if I'm just sensitive from just like whatever I'm going through right now, but it was just like <laughs> no, it was sad. Yeah, it was like it was more than sad. It was like heart wrenching. Like well, yeah, the way Mathisar just goes. That's when he changed from being like a douche, a douche to a genuine guy. Exactly, but I was like kind of surprised. Just were you're you so he deserves like a, a, a an Academy Award. No. For that. That's what you're saying. You're saying no. he was impressive. Cry face. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, in Enrico Cola Tony, who plays <laughs> Mathisar, does a great job uh, playing that too. Um, so, you know what's funny is we got to talk about Sigourney Weaver and just her, you know. What? Just her. She's, she looks hot in this movie. She did. <laughs> so this she scene had... <laughs> totally um, uh, did a whole, like a whole uh, scene where the more their ship's getting destroyed and stuff like that, the more her shirt ripped open. Well, here's, okay, here's yeah. the thing. So. I don't know if that flies today. If you watch the movie, it's so random because there's one scene where they fall and then her shirt is open. Rips open. But. I watched the deleted scenes, and there's a scene where she actually pulls it down. Why? She's distracting some of the aliens. Oh. And then she, like, they're like, oh, this this one's actually pretty attractive. And then I was like, that's gross. She looks like an animal. And then he goes, exactly. You know? And then she's like, oh, you like that? She starts, like, pulling down her shirt, and then the <laughs> door falls on them and kills them. But they never fixed it, and they took out that scene. Yeah, and she never like pulls up. Her yeah, shirt. so we don't know. Oh, that's why her shirt's down. Yeah, 
without that, and I only knew that because I watched a deleted scene. I was like, "What?" Because that's like, what I, I don't like about today's like uh, like Netflix and stuff. Like you can't see deleted scenes and stuff. They need to start adding that. They're on YouTube now. Oh, okay, that's true. <laughs> but that's but too much effort. I, it is too much effort. I just want to, you know, exactly. Click delete no, scenes. I'm with you. I'm with you. I love the delete. But that, without that, that makes information, sense, yeah, because I was. You like, think it's just randomly like, tear like it's unzipped? Well, in the context of the movie, without that deleted scene, but now we'll even make jokes in the beginning of the movie about how all her characters are known for is her boobs. Right. Well, I guess yeah. that was also one of the characters in uh, Star Trek. Oh That's yeah. All they wanted to be. In I, I don't know Star Trek so. Yeah, so, but Sigourney Weaver, it's so funny. She looked pretty good in that. A blonde, she, she's, there was a quote of her saying, immediately when I put on the blonde wig, I I felt the intelligence just drop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. She's only done like one other uh, comedic movie with uh, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, she's in Ghostbusters. That's true. But there's another horrible one. Ah. Where they're, is it Jennifer Love Hewitt? I don't know what movie you're talking about. Where they're con artists? You look it up. I'm, I'm going to look sure. it up. Okay. I used to just watch it because I love yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt. But terrible <laughs> movie. Go on. All right. So you, you look that up and tell me what you find. I but, found uh, it. Okay, you found it? Wait, Heartbreakers. It? Terrible movie, but. I've never even heard of that. It's her, they're con artists. What is that? It's a, I, I watched it like, I was in love with Jennifer Love Hewitt back in the day. So <laughs> I just watched it? that show because. I know it sounds bad. They just wear like tiny little skirts. It's a movie? It's a movie. It's not good. What year did it come out? Like 2002 or something. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. Anyways. I watched watched a couple times because... So so you're saying it's not Sigourney Weaver's best movie? No. No, okay. No, it's not. I I mean, it has some chuckling. Parts where I chuckled, but you know. (laughs) Um, So yeah, to go back to... Galaxy Quest is I know this this movie is just a great ensemble and we were talking about different character arts and just like certain uh, aspects of the movie and I think it just it still holds up and you know there's some Star Trek nods in there um, and supposedly like the whole character of uh, Jason the captain yeah was was William Shatner because I guess apparently William Shatner would. Um, make lines longer on purpose so he would have more screen time really he would demand that the lights would be directly on him like he was a diva people still like hate william shatner because of the way he was um and that's why like a lot of you know star trek like conventions and stuff if you notice he does a lot of things on his own and yeah they didn't really like come together and before leonard nimoy left like I didn't realize you know. how much this really was uh, influenced yeah, like by Star was, Trek. And, and it's funny because George Katai, uh, George Takai. There you go. Uh, thank you. Um, he went on to record and, and said, like, this is a great documentary. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he chuckles. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to the, I, I think it still holds up. It does. Would you recommend this movie? I would. I Why? would recommend it. I like Why? it. I would recommend watching it. Um, it's it's funny. If you're really into Star Trek, watch it too. Um, but with that being said, yeah. should we give our ratings? Let's give our ratings. Okay. I give this movie a 7. Ah, oh, that's not right. <laughs> Out of 10. Ah, oh, that's not right. Okay. 
I give this eight. Hmm? <laughs> ah, I don't know. That's how the people it. talk. Uh, eight out of ten. Uh, so before we we put a cap onto Ga- Galaxy Quest, uh, apparently they're gonna make a remake, and it's I know gonna there's be been a, a petition for a long time to make another one. There's gonna be uh, apparently it's gonna be on Amazon. Like they're getting everybody together. Tim Allen. And Tim Allen's gonna do it. Apparently, Sigourney Weaver, like they're all gonna do something. I'd watch it. They were gonna they were supposed to do a sequel, but then when Alan Rickman passed away, it yeah. kind of shut yeah. down. Um, but I think that's one of the greatest things about this movie. There's no franchise. It's just it's left Once. alone. Yeah. You know, there was no cartoon. There was no nothing. It was just Galaxy Quest. And what's funny is like for me, I always get this movie in Evolution. I have seen Evolution. Like that, I always get these ones mixed up. They kind of came out the same. At first, time when you said let's like, do this, I was thinking about Lost in Space. That too. That's yeah. kind of like that was ninety six. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my last question for you. Yeah. Before we end this episode. Yes, sir. Is if there was a show. Okay. That you would want, like, want to be. If there was a show that you watch, and I, besides Game of Thrones, because I think you would just say Game of Thrones. That you would want for it to come real and be a part of and kind of like, you know, the crew's uh, experience. Be put, just part of the experience? Yeah, like what What would you, what show would that be? Stranger Things. Yeah? Because I'd be alive, I'd <clears throat> be a teenager in the 80s. That'd be pretty cool. Okay. And then... Uh, There's a good chance you're going to die. Huh? There's a good chance you're going to die. I would like to go to the Upside Down world why why would you want to go there do you have well, the hots for barb did they, they never found her did they she's dead oh she, i have she, to rewatch them she's she's dead in the first season well she disappeared and then no, she oh she had that thing coming out of her. her mouth yeah they found yeah her. she was dead yeah i'm gonna rewatch them all before it comes out but you never so you have the hots for barb no no okay nancy though nancy's pretty cute yeah i need to rewatch that i haven't it's been what like two years uh, or it was just last year, like once a year. No, once a year. It's the yeah. third season, July fourth. So you want to be in Stranger Things? I would want to be Stranger Things. Okay. You don't think that'd be cool? Uh, that'd be chill. As long as I'm not uh, the it one throwing too, up slugs out of my mouth. Too scary. That'd be fun. I don't want to die. That sounds too stressful, actually. Sounds fun. It sounds too stressful. That or Lord of the Rings. That sounds stressful too. There's a giant ring. There's Sauron. He's trying to blow. Hey, man. All right. You asked me a question. I'd like deliver. for me, I would want to do Full House because Full House. My problems are only thirty minutes long. <laughs> That's a long problem, though. <laughs> no, like I would solve it by the end of the episode. And then you're happy. Oh, you're happy at the uh, yeah. At the so end. then you know the ne- I, there's a whole twenty four hours until something else happens. Yeah. You know. Sounds like you're living an easier life than yeah, the Stranger Uncle, Things life. Un- Uncle Jesse, you know, like, but I, you know, ooh. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Aunt Becky, you know, she might, huh? she's she going to pay for my education. So that's cool too, you know. She get yeah, she just needs a yeah. slip of Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, yeah. you know. Well, we should right. do a Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen uh, movie. I don't think I've ever watched any of their stuff. You've never, oh, okay. Uh, you've never seen that, you've never seen that video of, oh, pizza. P I Z Z A. I want pizza. <laughs> no, I gotta show. I used to watch Full Full House, but I never watched any of their other stuff. Okay, for our listeners and for for Chris, we're gonna watch it after this episode. 
there's this Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen like I th- they had a TV skin. show on Disney. They have it? a TV show. They had movies. I think yeah. this is from the TV show. But they had a song called Pizza, and they somebody slowed it down. And they are they sound still like, like little girls? Or yeah, that? no, it's just the but their facial expressions are so <laughs> exp- like expressive and exaggerated. So they go, "I want pizza." pizza. It's funny. P i z z a, and then they're like, "It's so finger licking," and it's oh my so, god, it's hilarious. But it's like her and a bunch of other girls. Um, so yeah, I don't know how we got to Mary Kate Ashley. Uh, oh, Full House. Full yeah, House. I would do Full House. Uh, Galaxy Quest. So, this is a great movie. It still holds up. It I does. recognize that we, this review was kind of all over the place. We didn't hardly give it as much justice as maybe a Trekkie would or yeah. someone who really is passionate about this movie. But I wanted to revisit this movie to see if it actually still holds up because and it does. it's... it's you okay it's there? regarded as I'm fine. It's regarded as one of like the best underrated movies yeah. out there, and, and I, I would agree. Well, it's that time. I think it's time to say goodbye. It is. But after saving the Thermians, we need to go back to the NSEA protector <laughs> that's actually transforms into the DeLorean because we just defeated. The evil Ceres. We saved the day. The Thermians have their land. And we need to go back to the future. Is that lame? That was kind of lame. Anyway. <laughs> bye, guys. See you next week. With Aladdin. Never give up, never surrender. I can hear you guys. Okay, wrong song. Um. <laughs> I can hear it. you guys. If I could hear them, they're loud. We have a lot of editing to do. Can you hear this?